Welcome to the Timepiece Archaeology Podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew, and I am with some special guests from 40 and 20, correct? Yep, for, 40 and 20. That's us. Yeah. So how'd you guys start the the Instagram page, and they both have a, a podcast together? Yeah, so uh, Andrew and I, we met, uh, we met in... Yeah, yeah, just about. We met in college. Well, I was in I was in uh, grad school at the time. Andrew was in college. We were both in ROTC together at, at the University of Oregon. And at the time, I think there was uh, a handful of us. We, we, you know, we have a guest on the show every once in a while. He's only been on the show once, but Tommy and and, and another friend of ours just sort of clicked, and we were all in a pretty tight buddy group. And um, yeah, after college, we all just stayed connected i mean we i don't just have managed to you know i think it's pretty easy andrew lived in different states and, and even different countries for periods of time after college and and through that we managed to to stay connected we wound up in the same city uh both both are in eugene now and just over the course of of time realized we both kind of liked watches and i think i, I think our mutual interest of watches bounced off of each other. I don't know, you can speak to your own interests or watches, but, but I think, uh, for, for me at least it was, it was fun having someone local that I'm connected to that was sharing those, uh, the interest of watches. So I, I, I don't know. Well, I think also in the, in the interest of watches, it's good to be involved in a project like this with a friend. Um, I think, I think that creates, especially for us in the podcast, it creates a, a little bit more intimate dynamic. And as we were starting to, kind of chart out what we wanted to accomplish in the podcast and what we wanted to do. Uh, we really wanted it to be kind of like sitting down with, with friends and having a beer and talking about watches. And that's really the feel that we try to accomplish with, with our episodes is that you, we want you to feel like, like you're in the room with us uh, cracking a beer and, and just chatting about watches. And I think that, that shared history, that, that long, excuse me, we're drinking beer, obviously, so I get the burps. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that long-standing history, that connection between the two of us, really plays well in that in that format that we're trying to create, and it comes pretty organically with us um, just having that that long-standing history. And you, you and Vinny have a similar sort of relationship, right? You've known each other for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, we went to we went to high school together. I mean, we've lived together. We've, I mean, like uh, at this point, he's more family than friends. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we have the same dynamic, and I, I mean, I, I like to use that example as a, you know, example of the watch community, because I feel like everyone kind of, you know, there, there's always bad apples in the community, but there's always those people who are extremely welcoming, and, and it's just a great way to meet people that normally you wouldn't have met, you know, especially like in this scenario where uh, we don't live in the same state, you know, I would, we have never run each other on the, in the streets uh, and you get to meet people that normally you wouldn't just based on your interest in, in just timepieces, watches, and, uh, and and that type of thing. Did you guys meet? Did you did you and Vinny meet uh, at, at the jewelry store, or did you meet somewhere else? So we met in high school. Uh, I mean, we we've known each other probably since junior high, uh, and we were going to school growing up together. Uh, we lived together in high school for a while for some reasons. Um, and when I started working in the jewelry industry right after high school, um, you know, he start, I got him a job in there as well, and he got into watches. 
uh, in my, you know, the most expensive watch I knew at the time was Citizen for about 200 bucks. Uh, he got into like Theo and Harris and stuff like that and just got me into it as well. Nice. Nice. That's a good segue into it. A good, a good introduction into watches. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, you, you know, we, we don't have either one of us any sort of institutional knowledge. You know, I think that's the, that's the one thing I'm a little jealous of when I hear folks who have either worked in the industry or who have, uh, you know, made their own watches or, or worked with OEMs in Hong Kong. I'm, I'm jealous of that that sort of innate understanding of the way watches watches the, the business side of it works because neither one of us i mean i i you know in in the classic sort of watch collector who just one day found a picture of an skx online um and and became a watch guy at that moment but but within that i don't have any sort of you know real anchor to my to my knowledge base it's all just me sort of bumbling around the internet by and large and we're serial hobbyists i mean the the between the two of us i don't think we take on any any hobby or activity type without getting entirely too deep into it Um, and i think that that's kind of both of our personalities we're really similar in that way Uh, and and i think this is a, a relatively healthy an easy outlet for that type of uh, like serial researcher, deep way too deep of researching um, way to way to look at things and, and way to enjoy things. I mean, we talked about um, <clears throat> I'm looking for a new camera tripod, and ever talked to me about his his tripod. He's like, you're not hunting for it in the way that we hunt for things. Yeah, I mean, you know, personally working, well, I mean, I've worked in the. I've worked in the industry, uh, whether it is with uh, jewelry or, or watches, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not very old, but for a while. Um, it's interesting. You, you, you meet the serial hobbyists who've turned, uh, you know, they go down the rabbit hole and turn into a, a career. Uh, and, but then you meet the people who, you know, they never heard about watches until they started working in the field. So it's really interesting, uh, the different type of people that you meet uh, in that um, I, I always find the the serial hobbyists. Of course, you know I uh, I've you know I'm I'm quite the same way. Where uh, if I'm going to buy or or interested in something, that's all I care about. And and Vinny is is really the same way. I mean, he'll learn you know everything about anything that he's interested in. Uh, like yeah, in the last podcast, he talked about bikes. Um, he's really into motorcycles, and he could tell you exactly how to put one together and put it back together. I mean, he's the same way like that. We met a guy just last week who uh, we met him on Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> he, he was advertising a modded Seiko and uh, for sale, and Everett Everett just emailed him, "Are you watch people?" And through that, he agreed to go have beer with us. And we <laughs> met a cool dude, and that's like the same way he came to hang out with us because he there's just not a there's not a robust watch community from what I can glean in in our area. Uh, he came and hung out. And he brought some of his modded watches that he's done himself, and it was fascinating to talk to somebody who does who's into watch modding and who's done I mean, a fair amount of it. Uh, and it's not something I've ever taken on. Honestly, it's something I'm a little a little frightened to take on. Um, but I know I know it's on the horizon. Like I know it's out there. It's just it's going to take a little bit more familiarity, a little bit more. Uh, and honestly, it'll be on a whim. Like I'll end up buying some presses and some tools on Amazon on on a Wednesday so that I can tackle something on on Saturday. 
modding is something that I've, I've strayed away. I, I've stayed away a little bit from. And the reason for that is it, it bothers me to take a perfectly good watch, a watch that I find cool. You know, the, the typical modding candidates are, are the SKX or the sea urchin maybe, uh, or what's the, uh, what's that sort of that glass bezeled, uh, Seiko dive, Seiko five, the SAVH, they, they have those, the, they make the 50 fathoms mod, mods out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to take those watches, which in my mind are pretty cool watches and to, to sort of, uh, for Franken them, you know, or whatever, to change those elements seems a little backwards to me. I'd probably mod an Invicta. I just don't have an Invicta to mod. And I'm not sure the modding opportunities are quite as good for them. I bought, I bought an Invicta to mod. Um, and um, I, I did a, a 007 mod. Uh, I'm the type of guy who's a, who's a little more um, dumb than smart. I'd rather, I, I kind of tend to take a hammer to something to find out how it works rather than research it. Um, I don't know why. But uh, I got Invicta to, yeah. to mod it, and, and I ended up liking the Invicta too much, sadly. But maybe I'll still crack it open and see what I can do. You've written about your Invicta, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh... You know, it was, it's a it's a sub homage, and it, the point of buying it was to just get into more about Invicta and, and homages, and I ended up, you know, it, it's a it's really a Seiko movement, so it's not really I'm not really into Invicta, but um, it was more the Seiko movement that really got me into it. Uh, and that's crazy it, to me to put NH35 or six or whatever in that watch and sell it for what 50 bucks sometimes it's yeah. insane yeah I bought it's insane. it i bought it for 60 dollars. it's and it's a happy Crazy. movement like it it's it's a little even better than my 007 you know with that hacking movement it's basically the four-hour movement i think yeah which is so cool it, you, know, you know invicta uh invicta struggles from i call it the they're in stigma they, they've got that like thing about them that people hate you know uh but i don't know that i don't know that invicta is making a worse watch than i mean is it worse than a seiko 5 i don't don't think so i mean the the branding sucks and and the engraved case side i'm not i'm not feeling that but Mm -hmm. 200 meters of water resistance and and an nh35 movement yeah yeah (laughs) it's a great way to get into uh mechanical watchmaking is what i said uh and it's basically like uh, so you know they were they were a good company uh, they have great history they have great history uh, and then someone bought them and just screwed them over I mean screwed them over hard uh, I call them the you know the Coles commercial the one you see you know for Father's Day it's all all the dads wearing the Invictus on the grill and it's just it's just bad <laughs> no that's accurate yeah I like it. You can defend homes with the size of those watches. I don't know why they decided to make them bigger and bigger, but. No, man, I saw one. I was at a pawn shop the other day. I, you know, see a pawn shop stop and stop because you never know what you're going to find in there. But uh, they had this Invicta sitting behind the glass, obviously, because no one, they don't want anyone to steal that. (laughs) Uh, But it was, I, I mean, 55 or maybe 60 inches and it had this um like crazy like uh i I don't know like spaceship type uh you you know like like ridley scott design to it you know really like curvy flowy designs and it was like a matte on and gloss 
PVD or ion, um, you know, finishing. And I thought, who, who in the, who, who in the world wears this? Like, who goes to the store and says, yeah, that's worth my my three hundred dollars? I, I don't know. I mean, they they obviously have a thing going, but it, it it's not for me. Uh, obviously, the the pro diver is a different story, but you can uh, you can buy Swiss made uh invictas like they still make swiss movements i don't know who, who makes the movements um swiss automatic uh, maybe somebody they, I, I know it's someone so are, uh, they, are they the quartz ones sorry to interrupt you no it's okay uh i don't i'm not sure i think that they have some quartz watches with ronda movements in them yeah yeah i think it's the same as like shinola stuff like that the same movement but I know people who collect them uh, religiously. Uh, like I know someone who I I, I swear uh, they have a platinum Invicta. Like precious metal platinum. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I look at some of these old Invictas, and they're you know obviously unrecognizable. You know these Invictas from the the sixties or seventies. Um, you know, I don't, shit, I don't know what decade Invicta was even making watches, but it feels like 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they just look like, they look like old, um, you know, old boulevards or something. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, you, you know, one, one of these just sort of really middle of the road brands who was making a series, a variety of watches. Um, you, you know, they've become something, they've become something so different than that. Yeah, like I, uh, you know, someone ended up buying them who was a, a business guy and not a watch guy. And it, and it, you know, just like I kind of feel like what happened to Movado, you know, someone bought them and saw the marketing and not the business and not the watchmaking side. Well, yeah, You're, you know, um, definitely not the focus of our show, Invicta, but. I think you know I, I I'm, I'm really I'm really tempted to get a, a to get a pro diver and and maybe try to maybe try to mod it you, you know mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a little it's got that NH35 movement so you can use any uh any sort of dial from from Dagaz or uh Yoboki's I think it takes all of those dials as a as just a plug and play um as a plug and play mod so i, I I'm, i've got to do it at some point i've got to dremel I'll take off that that branding on the side and just go crazy um but yeah I, I mean i think you had asked us you know how our instagram page started <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about on. that. We just drifted straight past your question because this is our this is our show now. Damn it! <laughs> uh, you know, we we started the Instagram page after we. Uh, it was either the day we started recording or 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 right before. I think our first post is our first night recorded. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. You, you know, we, we just sort of one day decided, I think I maybe text messaged Andrew or called him. Um, and this has been a year ago, probably. Yeah. And said, hey, you know, let, let's start a podcast. 
I think, no, we were drinking beer. Like, we were hanging out. Okay. Talking about it. I and mean, it's been about a year in the making. And we ran into some technical difficulties, some issues, and then it kind of fell off the back burner. And then two months ago, we we decided to get deliberate and finally finally move forward with our with the project we've been planning. Uh, so the podcast and the Instagram uh, just just happened simultaneously, and and the reason is we felt like there's it's easier to draw listenership through another medium than just podcasts. Because uh, there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. Um, we wanted ours to hit what we felt like was a bit of a void in the watch podcast sphere, which was focusing primarily on affordables, just two dudes drinking beer, talking about affordable watches for the most part. Obviously, we're going to have some some that reach out of that category. Uh, but that's really where we drew our Instagram in and, and decided to augment really almost as an advertising medium yeah. for our podcast. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's purely advertising. And we don't uh, – I don't think either one of us has a, a really natural inclination towards taking photos of watches. You know, I, I probably do portrait work, and, um, you, you know, I think you primarily take family photos, right? You know, our, our photography isn't uh, – I've never been a one to take a cool picture. So – picture of a watch so we had to figure out how to do that you know after we started and and you think it's going to be really intuitive uh and and turns out it's not you know if i can take a picture if i can take a picture of a person with a off-camera flash and manual settings at 35 feet and and turn it into a stunning portrait i should be able to take a picture of a tiny metal watch in my living room and and make it be passable well turns out that I, I can't so uh you, you know couldn't, couldn't. Yeah, I think I'm getting better. I think both of our, our photography skills have really uh, rounded by way of, I mean, just sort of organically. We were, I think at, at some point we're both pretty competitive. Yeah. And so we, I, I think there's a, you know, maybe a, a fight to take the best watch pictures. I regularly check our stats to see which picture has the most likes. We go back and forth, you know, every once in a while, Andrew will, will post one and it'll... Mm. It'll pump up. I think I've got like the top two places right now. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's good. I mean, I uh, the way you know I fell into this is just I kind of said uh, like, fuck it and and did it. You know, like I uh, I I feel like I uh, was in college at the time and um, I feel like I was just annoying everyone that was around me, uh, and I I was going a little stir crazy, a little cabin fever, like uh. Like, who do I talk to about watches? Um, so I just call it, started getting Instagram. And... No one cares besides you. It, we, we, I mean, we run into that, that same thing. Nobody in our lives cares about it. No. No one, no one cares. No one gets what? No one gets that, you know? So I, I had to look for people who uh, who did. And then I just started deciding to interview it and record it. And I, uh, I'm still don't know about the technical side of any of this podcast stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to understand it, but uh, I'm getting there slowly. Yeah, no, the technical side has been, I, I think that was our, our biggest learning curve in, in figuring out how to, how to record and publish these podcasts. You, you, you know, we're, we're pretty, it goes back, I think, to being a serial hobbyist. We, we want to figure things out, and so that's been our biggest, 
I think our biggest headache in this whole thing, you know, taking pictures of watches is, has been fun mm-hmm. for me. Figuring out how to record two microphones on a Mac has not been fun no, no. for a single second. I and then three microphones. I mean, it was, and then, I mean, we went through a two-month period where we were just researching microphones to use. And, and I mean, going back to being serial hobbyists, just in that, we spent two months looking for the right microphones. And, and, and we had a, you, you know, we, we referred to like sort of the, you, you know, we got started and then it was kind of a false start. Uh, we bought two microphones to use with the Mac, and, and I, I think we, we hadn't figured it out at this at this point, but I think we got a dud of a microphone, basically. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't want to say the brand of the microphone because it, it would be I, – I think in our heads we've disparaged it a little bit. I think the microphone is actually just a dud, which happens with any manufacturer. But it stopped us for, for about two months. We couldn't figure out how to do this in, you know, life, right? We're not full-time podcasters and, and, and a just like anybody else. So trying to trying to figure out how we were going to do this really really sort of stopped us in our tracks for a while. But at, at some point we figured it out. We got a different microphone and, and then we got going. But yeah, that, that, that technical aspect for me hasn't been all that enjoyable. Once once you sort of get going, you're you're going and, and then it's fine. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a tech kind of guy. So uh, you know the like I, I still know how some people can do it and make it so clear. I mean, when I first started, I, I, uh, I just kind of got so frustrated. I, you know, I had a, I had a video camera, and I would just, uh, you know, I would, I would Skype call or, or phone call someone and literally just record uh, with a video camera, uh, and then take the audio and just take it off the video camera. I had just. I had no idea. That's all I knew. So I just did that for about two months, and it was it worked, but it was interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys uh, listening back, we we both when we got started, we're listening to to you know who who's making podcasts, who's making watch podcasts, sort of in our um, in our demographic. What are they doing? How are they doing it? We were blown away. I, I think listening to you guys about how many just freaking awesome interviews you guys have done right off the bat yeah you you guys uh, i i think have had have a really impressive catalog you've talked to you know uh, uh I, I think wes from uh notice is that right yeah 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 i uh that's an interesting story i mean we had i uh when i first tried to interview him i uh he was in china uh doing like stuff project research for the next watch they were gonna put out and the whole recording just deleted out of nowhere and we had to find like a few months later find another time to record it and it was just a headache but it was it was a blessing to have him on and i love notice watches and and everything they're doing so it was great and and not just him i mean you were really you had uh a ton of cool uh i think maybe my favorite episode you guys have done was the retro watch guy episode that's that's a fellow that I've seen, you know, I think anybody who's, who's into sort of affordable watches has probably run, run across his stuff. And uh, it was really interesting to hear there's just this normal dude behind that brand. Uh, and, and, and not just not just normal, like like extra normal. Or, uh, you know, that, that was my impression of I can't I'm blanking on his name. Uh, oh, Jordan. But yeah, yeah, yeah Jordan. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a great know, guy. I mean. He, he has such a, a large following and so much influence yet he's just he's just Jordan like he's just 
is nothing to him. And, and there's no, well, I, I mean, he, he, he's interesting, obviously. There's, I wouldn't say there's nothing to him, but, uh, you know, it, it was interesting to me hearing him talk. Like, he doesn't have any sort of illusion of grandeur. grandeur. I think he's just sort of ready to present his wares and, and realizes that for him, uh, at least, this is maybe a side gig. He's not trying to uh, compete with analog shift or crown and caliber or somebody he's just doing this thing because he loves it and it mm-hmm. gives him an opportunity to, to connect with watches I, I love it I, I love hearing different people's perspectives on on how they're approaching their involvement in this in the industry or, or the the hobby i guess because for, for most of us it, it's really a hobby it's not an industry um but how people are, are becoming involved what and, and it's such a weird thing and you probably have thought about this too andrew but why why are we compelled to make a podcast about watches, people who aren't into it will ask us that. Yep. What? Pod, a watches? There's got to be something better that more people care about that you want to talk about. And, and, and maybe that's true, but it's just so obvious for, for me. It, it's this passion I have, and why would I want to talk about anything else? Uh, and, and I can talk about anything else any other time of day. Doing a watch podcast is like this sanctuary safe space where I can talk about watches, and maybe people are going to make fun of me. Uh, and, and I can talk about anything else any other time of day. Doing a watch podcast is like this sanctuary safe space where I can talk about watches, and maybe people are going to make fun of me, but not to my face. They're yeah. just going to walk away <laughs> when you're talking to myself. Like, at least I have an effort to talk to about watches in a really safe space to talk about watches. And I'll make fun of you. Yeah, no, you will. Yeah. But in, in a safe way. Yeah. yeah. We've got safe words, too. Yeah. <laughs> Blueberry. Exactly. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's great. You know, Jordan is, is a is a down-to-earth kind of guy. And it, it's great to meet those people who, you know, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, he's a, you know, he has his day job and he has his passion, you know. And, and like like Andrew just said, it's it's a safe place. Uh, you know, people will make fun of you, <laughs> not to your face. Um, but, you know, behind your back, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, this is it's a safe place to talk about watches <clears throat> and get away from the everyday kind of life. It's a little escape, which is great. Well, have, have you guys gotten, uh, uh, have you guys gotten sort of like public or, or uh, anonymous feedback at all on your podcast? And the re- I'll, I'll set this up. The, the reason I ask is we got a, probably our first, I don't know, critical, like fairly critical <laughs> comment this week. Yeah. Really? Um, it was, it was nice. It was from someone who liked us and who was into our show and was, on one hand, being supportive, like "keep it going, you guys are awesome." But then also, you like this one up. Like you guys have, there's some things that you guys are doing poorly, and, and you should really fix it. Uh, and and I think, in fairness, the, the comments were were at least partially true. I mean, we we obviously make decisions, you know, uh, executive production decisions. I guess is what they would be. Uh, in terms of content and uh, the way we approach certain things. So people have complained before that we maybe it, it's inappropriate for us to crack beers on the show. And uh, we've made that executive decision that, that we were okay with that and we like it. But but other things are, are you know, things maybe we're not thinking about. Like one of the comments we had is um, you, talk about, you talk about too much inside baseball stuff. And I think that the point of the comment was, you guys use nicknames 
too much. And and I'm I'm thinking in my head, you know, Seiko Sumo or or something. You know, instead of using a a reference number, we're using this this nickname, this maybe unofficial nickname. The, mm. the one that I could think of, the one in my head right now that I'm thinking, I I had a problem with this when I first heard about about it was the Seiko Mini Turtle. If you Google Mini Turtle, it's kind of hard to find that watch. But so so that's a fair comment. But then the the other comments were kind of like, gosh, that's, that's you're cutting me deep, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, uh, this is maybe a decision we've made, and and, and you're you're. Your comment is fair, but it, it stings a little bit. Have you guys uh, experienced that in your in your process? I mean, um, I mean, we haven't gotten too much uh, upfront. I mean, we definitely have. You know, I've I've tried to. I mean, the the point of doing this is to create a community. So really, you know, I write articles. We do the podcast. Um, we've done it like a video. I think um, uh, thankfully with a, a video guy that we have now. Um, and you. Nashville show, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a nice uh, Omega event before I actually worked for Omega, so it was a fun, fun trip we did. Um, I mean, the point of it is to create a community that anyone can share. So, like now, now on the website, I'm I'm working on a, like a forum, like a group, so anyone can write anything they want in this forum, and they can post it. They can write an article. They can write, you know, I really like Seiko SKX because this, whatever they want to talk about, they can put it up there. I mean, that's the point of it. Uh, I, I'm just speaking out of my mouth. And, whatever you know, some people have criticism on things maybe I say or how I say it or uh, my terrible, terrible spelling. Um, but, I mean, this is it's, – it's, I'm writing or talking to myself. Like, it doesn't really – you know, and whoever listens, it's awesome. But I'm taking a grain of salt of what they say and just putting it out there, you know. This is for me and to express my nerdiness somehow. Well, and, and – uh, you're you're pretty you're pretty young, right? I don't mean that as uh, as a dig, right? But you guys are doing this thing at an age where, you know, me at least, I was playing Call of Duty Zombies on a couch in the morning before class, and and instead of class, instead of class, and then getting too drunk at at, at night. Um, you guys are doing this thing and putting yourselves out there, and it's it's really cool. It, it, I I think it's really cool, and, and you, you know what whatever. Andrew and I had sort of had the same feeling about what we're doing. Like we're in our first, at this point, our first two months of podcasting. So we, we are trying to be deliberate about taking any sort of commentary that we get. Uh, one with a grain of salt, we, we don't want to feel bad about it. And someone's, if someone's reaching out to us to say, here's what I think about your show. A, I like it. Keep going. And B, you screwed this up. You, you know, to, to take that with a grain of salt and understand that, when we're making executive decisions, that's important. It's important for us to be doing our own thing and for us to be happy with the content we put up. But two, to realize that can be really powerful. You know, if, you know, obviously everybody's got an opinion, but if that opinion mirrors even 30% of our audience's uh, mutual feelings about the content we're putting out, then, then maybe it's worth it to think about improving in that area. And, and it doesn't mean we need to, to take the, the advice a hundred percent straightforward, but maybe we do, maybe it's something to think about. Um, yeah, to become considerations. I think every every piece of feedback we've gotten that was critical, we we deliberately discussed, and, and a lot of them we we agreed with. We we're like, yeah, you know, we we need to do that better. But ultimately, our goal is to create a show that we want to listen to, focused around watches, and that that just might not appeal to everyone. Yeah, 
it's not going to appeal to everyone. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, yeah. You it, know, we. I don't know. Go ahead, Andrew. There's a. I mean, there's there's always going to be a show out there for everyone. We live, like the the point of this, like you said, like you know, taking it and realizing, okay, yeah, maybe I should work on this. I mean, that's important. I, I mean, the, almost the point of all of this is, uh, you know, improving yourself in some way. I mean, that's every day in life is to improve yourself in some way. Um, but it's 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 realizing that you know i'm i'm creating and doing something for my expression uh and trying to get better at something so you know like it, it's important when someone reaches out because it shows that they care you know they're they're reaching out to you because they care about the show um and and sometimes you know the thing they need wants you to change just isn't something that you know you want to change uh and, and that can be right that can be the same thing in life you know some people you know may like you but they have a problem with this one thing and you're you know you shouldn't change based on what anyone says but you should always try to improve yourself so take it with a grain of salt but don't dismiss it is really important and in, in, in just as a life lesson yeah yeah no that i think i think that's right on we're we're, we're really we're really happy i think at this point with the content we put out we we pretty much every week comment to one another um, about, you, you know, we record, usually we record on the weekends. In fact, we're going to record two episodes today for our own, you know, in addition to, to recording this episode with you. So we're, we're actually marathoning today. Uh, we, we've got, we know we've got a, a pretty big chunk of time where only one of us is going to be available. And so we are trying to, to bank some, some material. So just so we don't, we don't miss, but I think we've both commented to each other each week after we publish, we publish on Thursdays, and just like anybody else, we, we, we follow our own podcast so we know when it's up and, and whatever, but we both say, gosh, I listened to the whole stinking episode. Uh, I was there when we recorded it, and it's still enjoyable to listen to, and, mm. and that might be hubris. We, we like the sounds of our own voice, which is <laughs> part of the reason we record a podcast, but uh, it's really fun to make a product, uh, a, a, a podcast product, and then have that experience to to be able to listen to it and enjoy. Think this is this is enjoyable. This is fun. If if I were a a, a regular person, not me, uh, I, I would enjoy this. And I've I've gotten a lot of. I don't have any watch friends outside of you, and I have a ton of people who I know who are listening to the show who are completely disinterested in watches and are still enjoying what we're putting out. And that that's to me a sign that we're, for the most part, doing it right, because people who don't give a shit about what we're talking about are still cleaning something. They're still getting some measure of enjoyment out of, the, out of what we're putting out. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 end of the day, it's, uh, it, it's you know, two guys, three guys, you know, hopping on a phone call, or sitting down, cracking a beer, uh, and just having a good conversation. And, and the reason I got into podcasts, you know, whether it is business, watches, whatever it may be, uh, it, it's just to enjoy the conversation that they're talking about, you know, step away from uh, the reality of, of whatever you're going through in life for that 45 minutes to 10 minutes, however long it is, and and just, you know, join in on the conversation, you know, and, and enjoy the, the topic. And I feel like, um, you know, I'm a, a wise thing someone once says is, is uh, be wise and listen, you know, you learn through what other people may say. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's great. It, it, it's a great opportunity to, to sit down with uh, a couple of watch geeks like you guys. So I, I appreciate you guys coming on and, and, and telling me more about the show. We love it. We love getting the opportunity to chat. We've listened to, I don't know if I've listened to all your episodes, but I've listened to a, a good chunk of them. Uh, I think I've listened to all of them. I, thought, I, was, I was stoked. You know, uh, Andrew, I'm going to give you some give you some feedback put out more podcasts bro you guys slowed down yeah i mean i got that so it was funny when i first got the job um i was uh commuting two hours a day no two hours one way to the job and then two hours back home so i would do um i ended up doing like a a few uh, like articles and podcasts actually on the train uh so it was it got rough for a moment, so I finally got my own place now. Uh, you know, near the work, and, and I'm pumping them out again. Nice, nice. I'm for it. I like the content you guys are putting out. I'm excited to hear them again. Yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear those interviews. You guys need to get like. Uh, you guys need to get like. Uh, you, you know, some heavy hitters. I'm hoping for show. it. I, I've been talking to uh, a pretty well-known YouTube guy, and hopefully, he'll cop on. You know, Jane Stacy interviewed uh, David Robinson for Hodenki recently. I feel like you guys need to, to target some NBA players. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I don't know if they're gonna come on to our show. I don't know. I don't know how I can uh, finagle that. I think I think uh, I think MJ has a has a humble collection of watches. He's in your he's in your neighborhood too. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to his steakhouse and just kind of just sit around for a while, see if he pops up. I'll sit down with all my podcast equipment and just hopefully someone pops up that's worth interviewing. Wait for him to walk by. Yeah. We uh, we, we have this uh, idea that we're going to go take a, a camera with our uh, a videography guy uh, and just walk around Chicago and then just start talking to random people and see if they have something interesting to say about watches. You guys talked about that on one of the, on one of the episodes, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a freaking cool idea. I, I I really think you guys should do that. I I know it's it's one of those things that it, it's like anything else. Trying to do this, a how do how do we get the technical resources to do it, and b how do we get just the the gut juices to to do this? Uh, I think it'd be super cool. You you guys obviously have uh, a knack for re- reaching out to people, and, and I don't know if that's your background in sales or or whatever, but. Uh, your your ability to have connected with with interesting folks in the industry is is really good. So I think you guys could do something with that. I, when you talked about that the first time, I thought that's freaking brilliant. And then uh, I, I've been I've been patiently waiting for it, but, but I'm ready. Yeah. We'll we'll listen when you guys have that content. Oh yeah, our uh, our videographer just had a baby, so uh, he's slowed down a bit. But it's whatever. I'm not too mad at him, but yeah. Oh my gosh! No, it was great meeting guys. Where uh, where can people find your podcast? Yeah, so we're I, I think at this point we're on just about every everywhere. I, I did get a comment recently uh, that you can't find us. There's a a radio um, a, a radio I can't remember what it's called. We didn't show up. There's there's a, a online radio. Uh, website that we didn't show up on there, but I think we're just about everywhere else. So we do host through SoundCloud. So um, if you're a SoundCloud user, that's super convenient. 
um, and, and you'll get direct sort of feed as soon as, soon as we upload. You know, we usually upload uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, right at midnight. Uh, so if you're on SoundCloud and you're and you're up up in your your house at at whatever two o'clock Eastern time, um, you'll get that immediately. But I think it pops up on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, everywhere else. You know, by early morning on Thursday. You, you know, I, I would I would I, I download the episode at six o'clock on Thursday morning. Yeah, and that, and that's specific standard time, but I think it's up even even earlier than that on basically everywhere. You know, SoundCloud will tell us who's listening. You know, we get all all the regular, all the heavy hitters. So, you know, just about anywhere at at forty and twenty one word at forty and twenty on Instagram, we always announce our new episodes on there. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's some decent watch content on there. Too. Yeah, decent watch content, guys. Check yeah. us out. Good photos, man. The, the photos have been fantastic. I'm impressed. Thanks, bro. We Thanks. we we've been working on it. I love it. I love it. No, it was great talking to you guys. I will uh, I will link their Instagram um, and, and try to link a uh, you know uh, and a link to their podcast. I, I'm still not technology efficient, but uh, I'll work on that. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for stopping in, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off the Thank podcast you. now. Uh, thanks for everyone who uh, tuned in to listen to this podcast. If you made it all the way to the 40 minute mark, uh, thank you for listening to my voice for this long. Uh, <laughs> uh.